Welcome back to the I Cut My Way Out podcast. You know, barbers all over the world have cut their way out of a nine to five. They done cut their way out of being in the streets. They done cut their way out of an athletic career that maybe has ended prematurely or unfulfilled. Barbering is a great industry. And we just podding to push it forward with our experiences and our love. I am Kenneth Jenkins at Kenneth Jinx on Facebook. And at Ken Jinx on every other social media platform, I'm joined by my good brothers and Supreme Barbers and Groomers, first owner of the Studio 312 Barbershop in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, at Shadow Barber. Next, live in effect, joined by the pride of McGee, Mississippi, and the big man at Blaze Barbershop in Ridgeland, Mississippi, and the big man of this show, all six, eight of them, A.O., <laughs> The ace of spade. What's going on, brothers? And last but not least, the architect, the founder of this pod, and the owner of Beer Culture Barbershop and Art Gallery serving the Champaign-Urbana community in Illinois, Ash Knox, a.k.a. Beer Culture, at Beer Culture, Beer underscore Culture underscore four on all social media outlets. Welcome, brothers. Let's get it in. How y'all doing? Man, we're good, man. Blessed. Feeling good. Yeah. Glad it's Sunday. <laughs> For real. So let's get to it. It's 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 been a while since we, you know, we we on our schedule. So we, we on schedule as far as how often we pod and so we we write on schedule. Uh feedback. This is season two, episode two of the I Cut My Way Out podcast. We are everywhere. Where you can hear your podcast, most notably YouTube, Sound, uh, not SoundCloud, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Google Play, everywhere where you can listen, Bing, uh, Google, uh, Yahoo, Search Box. I cut my way out, Pod. We will be at the top. Yes, so, sir. No doubt. So, how, how, how everything been going? Shall let's start with you. Oh, man, it's been busy, dude. It's been busy, man. You got these kids going back to school. I got about seven or eight other irons in the fire. Then I'm wrestling with my baby, getting her back acclimated with a school schedule. So, yeah, it's, it's been busy, man. And everything been good at the shop and, and business is still booming. And Yeah, man, business is doing real good, man. I've been in contact with a few uh, stylists and tattoo artists, so we're looking to expand some things. That's what's up. And uh, A.O., I, uh, we was talking off wax about some things, but that's totally up to you. But just catch us up with how, how things been going with you. Oh, man, everything been going great, man. Just trying to sit down somewhere, man. I've been, like, like you said, man, this back-to-school stuff been, man, oh, my God, it's been pandemonium. 
Right. I've been cutting her like every time I turn around, like like it's just been a lot going on. You know, just you know, everything good though. Everything yeah, all up. good. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Give it to us. <laughs> so for me, man, <laughs> everything is has been um, oh. <laughs> everything has been good, man. Um had had um had a friend pass and, and we'll we'll talk about that. Um had my first experience, excuse me. Um, and it, it was, um, it was a privilege. It was an honor, um, humbling, but also it was real, real, real deep and real heavy, man. So I'll talk about that. Um, but the family as well, the children are, are, are well, um, this week we celebrated actually me and Jinx, we did, um, Facebook live commentary, one of our, um, high schools, one of my rival high schools. And I ended up coaching there. They had um, an alumni game. Their, their coach, their coach for 22 years, first black coach in the community. He passed away three, four years ago and named the gym after him and had the first um, inaugural game, alumni game in his honor. So, you know, the community came out for that and, and got to that, man. Got to see a lot of the young guys that I used to coach hoop and a lot of community people, man. And, we got so much going on in our community in terms of violence with these shorties, man. Everything, everything went great. Seeing people we hadn't seen in years, people from out of town. Um, so, so that we had a great event yesterday. So, man, every all in all, everything is cool, man. Yeah. Did you lace them back up, man? Oh no, man. Oh come on, <laughs> man. That was you I want to lace them back up. Dig you gotta get out there, man. Close the back up, bro. But 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 dig this, man. It, it was funny because you did have some guys in the community, I think, that were kind of in their feelings. But what they did, they took um from about 2008 on up to the present, you know. Um, guys just graduated maybe a year ago, and they had had that group to kick it off, um, which I, I think was cool. It is for me. Um, and something I'm going to talk to him about, I think that it would be good for him maybe to have, you know, maybe like a little Legends game or for the older guys to get out there because, hey, them young boys was moving at a speed that I, man, I done gained all this weight and knees ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, None of that smoke, Jack. <laughs> hey. Hey, I've been selling wolf tickets to these kids for the last month. Tell them, I'm, I'm dog on all y'all, bro. I'm not finna go out there and do that, bro. It's gonna be jump shots and back down, bro. That's, for real, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it, it, it was good. I actually posted the uh the video uh on our on our YouTube page. I'm gonna put like just a miscellaneous uh playlist. So if and you know, we got to uh, share all the login and passwords. If it's just something that you want to y'all want to post on YouTube under miscellaneous or whatever, you know, feel free to do that. I'll make sure I share all the uh, login and password if, it, you know, so I, I, I did post the game today. Okay. It, it still may be streaming, but uh, okay. I posted that. So okay. we did our little we did commentary and was able to talk to some people in the house. So. Gave y'all a shout out. Yeah, we 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 won <laughs> half of the I Cut My Way Out podcast. So it's 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 all love, brothers. And uh, you know, it was good. And 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 just one thing I need to add, you know, with everybody being busy, you know, I, I got one confession to make, and and you know, I don't know, I might have to, you know, get hit across the head, but <laughs> man, I cheated on my barber, man, you know, uh Friday. Oh. 
Man, you know. Oh, my condolences. <laughs> yeah, my condolences. <laughs> man, look, he, he come in the shop yesterday. <laughs> And he like, man, you know, you you was busy, your schedule was booked, so I had to do it myself. I cheated on him with myself. That's I that's had to like I had to put him back in the chair I, with yourself. I couldn't let him get on camera yesterday or today. <laughs> with, with what he had done to himself, I said, man, you, you I can't I can't let you do. That. Hey, <laughs> I can't let you do that. Hey, I, had, was, I had to get him to get. Was him. it bad? <laughs> it it yeah, wasn't yeah. it wasn't too bad. But it was, he had that look of shame when he came to you, like, it was noticeable. So I had a mask on because you know, <laughs> you know, the, with the with the monkey pox, and I, I'm I'm just gonna try to just uh put like a lot of current stuff to like timestamp our stuff <laughs> because when this goes out, it's available. It's, right. it's it's available in perpetuity, right? Forever, <laughs> yes, sir. But you know, with everything going around, I'm 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 trying to get back on you know my preventative stuff. So I, I had on my mask, and you know, and and I can't. And 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 in my defense, <laughs> fellas, I think the reason why I messed myself up is because I got these glasses, and when I took them off, I, you know, I really couldn't <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> and then you trying to get around your ear, and you're trying to, you know, Man. you're trying to. And he, I got, he, I got some he, wall peanuts. So it looked like know. an L. It looked like an L up here. You know, he was trying to get the curve right. And it looked like an L right up here. Yeah, man. So I had the mask on. So when I took strong it off, ninety degrees, like, and then I'm trying to hear him, and and I, I took, I said, man, you see, I, I, I messed myself <laughs> up, and he just, hey, man, I said, but you noticed it. He's like. Yeah, man, I'm a barber, man. Right, I'm, that's the I'm first thing shorty, I'm looking man. at. Get in the chair, man. We, we, I'm gonna get you right. <laughs> we had to straighten him out. I couldn't send him in front of in front of the whole town. He had I mean, on a beer culture shirt. I, man, I can't send you I, in front of the town with. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a beard it's looking a, like a video. that. It's a it's a, a reel that I seen last night, and I was gonna share it to the uh, group text mm -hmm. about a, a person doing stand up. Mm -hmm about cheating on his barber and he he <laughs> equated it to cheating you know with cheating on his girl right. and, and i mean the way he the way the the it ran it, it was literally like his barber was his man i'm getting my i need okay <laughs> he ain't got a home don't just no but uh it, it was just it was it was hilarious man so i'm gonna i'm gonna share that to the group text but okay. uh, the group chat but but yeah, other than that, man, it's it's been it's it's been good for me, man. I I, I hope the people out there listening like my intro. I I did some homework. I, I noticed that last week I was a little shaky getting us in. So, uh, I but, thought it was cool. You know what? But, you did, but uh, you did. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I do want to uh just get into, you know, uh, the meat. Yeah, the <laughs> the 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 steak of the uh, show, and 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 I know that. That really, um, you know, that situation, yeah. and just, you know, yeah. just, just, yeah. I'm turning it over to you. Okay. I know you spoke with okay. AO personally, yeah. and yeah, and, so, so and we'll I, just I put it on, on. So last, not last Sunday, the Sunday before, um, I received a call from my son, and he informed me that one of his best friends, um, dad had passed away, um. This gentleman 
his dad and my dad um, were good friends growing up. His mother and my mother growing up knew each other. Our families were in a small community, so everybody knew each other. Um, and I knew him young, but he ended up becoming a neighbor of mine. He stayed about four or five houses down from me. And so when he moved in, we had a son. You know, we we, we had more than one son, but we had sons that were the same age. And so immediately when they moved in, they started playing sports on the same teams, went to the same school. And um, our sons now are, are 20, about to be 25 years old. So they've been rocking from sixth grade up until now, and they, they rock real tough. So it allowed me and him to even, even though he was a few years older, it allowed me and him to get closer. Um, we went to games, we kicked it, and I cut his hair and all his kids for a number of years up until my son got to the point where he would, would cut um, some of his son's hair and I got the call. And, and of course it was, it was gut and heart wrenching, um, total disbelief. He was very outgoing dude. Um, super cool. Um, all about his kids. Like, I mean, go, go to war about his kids. Great father, man. And, um, you know, biologically had all boys and, and then, you know, he got, has, has, you know, a daughter who's biologically not his, but he stepped in when, when he got with her mother and raised her. And then his, you know, current wife, you know, she had a couple kids. So, you know, he has seven, eight kids that, that he fathered, man, and was an incredible dude. And so when I get this call, like I said, it takes me by storm, you know, kind of knocks the wind out of me. And so the following day, I get another call. My, my son's the type of dude, my middle son, he don't call me unless he wants something or he's telling me something. So when he called, you know, I'm like, oh, what the hell going on? Um, and the, my, my man's mother um, requested that I cut her son's hair um, for his home going service. Um, immediately. I just, my, my son FaceTime me. I just had to, Put the phone down that you know I, I lost it was extremely emotional and the first instinct i had internally was like man that's that's too much for me anybody who knows me well knows that i don't deal with um death very well i've had a privilege but i think it, it's it's kind of unfortunate as we get older i haven't had to experience much death um in my life with people that are close and so you know, I, I it's crazy. I can go to a funeral to somebody I don't know and probably start crying just with the thought of, you know, people being deceased, who they leave behind, who depends on them. And then putting myself in their shoes and looking at my family and how they depend on me. You know what I mean? So it's a really, really touchy subject. So I get this call and um, from my son say, well, give her the number. She calls me. And she's lost her oldest, her eldest son. And here I am, I'm sobbing and I'm crying. Um, and she's consoling me. And we often talk about our women and, and you know, our black women and how strong and, and you know, all the roles that they have to play. Um, and she was a warrior. You know, she she's she's consoling me. I'm, I, I've lost. It. And so I told her, you know, give me an hour. Let me get myself together and I'll call you back. And it was at that time that. I came just to the to the realization as barbers, we often talk about how we are so many things to so many people. We're counselors, we're father figures, 
we're psychologists, you, you know, we, we're all these things, right? And people sit in our chair and they spill, you know, themselves and, and what they're going through to us. But I never thought about the responsibility that we had or have on the other end. We serve so many people in so many people's families and we have loyal cl clients and people that depend on us. And I got to thinking to myself, like, man, it's mighty selfish for me to even not consider doing it, being that I cut his hair for all these years and his son's hair for all these years. And I'm the person who knows exactly how he likes his hair and what, he, what, what he's done to it, you know, and how he keeps it. he loves the curls because, you know, his, his mother is, you know, she she has um part Mexican. And so, he you know, the whole family, they known for their curly hair, pretty boys and, you know, him and all his brothers. And so it was at that time it hit me like, man, I, I have a real responsibility that goes a lot further than just serving the living. Um, and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I, I shot the um, text message onto our, our, you know, our, our, our thread, our feed, you know, that, that we communicate with each other and AO responded and he was like, um, I've done about 10 plus and Dang, you know, th this is the thing about the camaraderie, man. And you guys don't understand how much I appreciate you guys being on here with us and what it means and just the, the camaraderie. And I'm not knocking any of the local people, but the first people that I thought about communicating with was you guys. And I really respect you guys as people and, and what you do when you guys, like I always say, continue to. Um, make me want to thrive and, and get better and better. And so AO picked up the phone. He said, you know, I'm I'm at the shop. I'm, I'm cutting because I could hear the clippers in the background. But he was like, bro, I couldn't just text you back. I, this was a call that that I needed to make. And, you know, he he talked about the process and, and what he went through um, during the times that he had done it and, and some of the things that I would go through and some of the expectations that, you know, I would have dealing with a, a deceased body. And, you know, he didn't sugarcoat anything. He explained, you know, how tough it would be, especially um, having someone that, that you know personally. But, you know, it, it, it helped me tremendously. And so that following day, so, so this happened on Sunday. I reached out Monday. I got the call Tuesday and then, or, or I got the call Monday. They called me Tuesday. I spoke to A.O., on Tuesday and then I go cut the, the head um, of my partner, you know, on that Wednesday. So right before I went to cut the thought from my family, my mother, my wife was like, well, you know, maybe you want to take a couple people for support. My uncle used to work in the mortuary business for a while. And my dad offered, you know, out the gate to go with me. But once I talked to AO and then my wife sent me a YouTube um, of a, a, a black barber, you know, talking about it with some of the barbers he worked with, went to the mortuary, showed, you know, the body, you know, not the face, but kind of how it all worked. And with those two things, man, something just came over me and said, this is something that you have to tackle by yourself. You know, and I remember Ale saying, man, I, I, I put my, my, my hoodie on, I tied up as tight as I can. I put my headphone where I have no peripheral vision you know, it's, it's cold in there. I'm just focused on what, what I'm focused on. And then I know the job is is about me, you know what I'm saying, making sure that I get this person right. And and so now I'm taking um, honor in the work I do. 
And brother, it was just so meaningful. And so I went in there, man. I called my father, I called my uncle, said, you know, I appreciate you guys willing to go with me, but this is something that I have to tackle um, on my own. I got out the car, man. I, I prayed going into the funeral home. Um, I went in there and, 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 and just got down, man. Fell in love with my craft all over again. It's nothing I enjoyed. It was extremely hard, but I was so in tune and concentrating so hard on making sure that I represented him and his family in a positive manner, you know, sending him to his final resting place that I couldn't even be emotional. Like I was just tuned in and, and just falling in love with the craft all over again, saying to myself, like, like, damn, this is what this is what I do. I this I love it. Love it, love it. Like you, you know what I mean? Um, and I hear a lot of people, you know, man, you know, I want to come from behind the chair. I'm I'm at the point, you know, being a little older than you guys, I go home with my aches and pains. I don't want to cut forever at the rate that I cut now, but I love being behind this chair, man. And and you know, AO, I, I want to say um, publicly, man, I greatly, greatly um, appreciate your advice, your brotherhood, picking up that phone, calling me, um, being that you've had these experiences. And I just kind of want to touch on it with, with all of you guys, because I think it's something that we can all um, understand. You know, death is is something that's real and a lot of times we, we don't want to talk about it, but I've never heard barbers talk about it. And so I never thought anything about it, anything. It never is crazy. It may sound, you know, if God will in September, I'll be 46 years old up until that point. I never once thought about the possibility, but now I realize with all the clients that I have, I come from a small town. It's a responsibility I have. And who am I? If God put me in this position and he gave me this gift, who am I if I'm helping them when they're breathing? Who am I to tell a family no, you know, when it comes to going on the other side? Um, and so it's emotional for me, but I just want to, you know, also tap in with, with you guys and even jinx you as, as a client and just get you guys' um, feedback. I don't know, Shy, if you've had that experience up to this point. Um, but it's something that I think all barbers who are serious about their craft and loyal to the people that they service because it goes both ways um, is definitely something that needs to be um, discussed and, and, and at least put, you know, on, on, on our conscience to some degree. So uh, I just want to jump in. Ayo, I'm going to uh, swing it to you and just but um, I w as you were speaking, I was I was just thinking. Like and and I don't know if this analogy is is gonna be right, but it's just on my spirit to say it to so people can you know. But you know if you're if you're an athlete, a ball player, or something, and, and shy and ao, you 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 know you probably can. If if you tell me a coach or a player that plays a sport and they ain't been blew out. I'll tell you a coach or a player that ain't been doing it for long. Like you gonna have them nights where you get the dog shit beat out of you. You just the other team is, you know, clicking on all cylinders. The other coach got you. You know, he he got he he two steps ahead of you. It just happens if you've been doing it long enough. So I'll say, you know, as, as you know, Ayo, Shai, Ash, if, if you've been doing it long enough, yeah, you're going to have a client that, 
you know, pass away and, and, and probably somebody that, you know, in the family that knows, man, this was his barber and, and we'll see. But Ayo, before I, uh, before you respond to, you know, uh, Ash and what he said and, and how he, you know, leaned on you, it, feel free to uh, share your experience, share what you said to him. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I'm eager to know, like, be a fly, you know, inside that phone call, if if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, like, a barber told me one for that, like, if you haven't done it, you're going to eventually do it. Especially if you, like, if you love what you do, you're going to eventually run into that because you just got to think about it. Like, out of all the clients you got, think about how many clients that you have and they all value their haircut and they go home with their families and be like, man, my barber the truth. Man, my barber always with me, y'all barber. And they doing this with their cousins, their aunts, their uncles, their grandmother, grandmothers, grandfathers. They doing it with their family. So something happens to them, they going to know you and you never even met them. You know what I'm saying? They gonna know you. Oh, my barber is this, this, my mama. Because of what they did, and they took so much pride in their haircut. So they gonna reach out. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I said, when it, I wish, like, I didn't really have nobody to, you know what I'm saying? I picked up the phone and called Ash, like, as soon as I seen it, because I wish I had somebody to, you know what I'm saying, to tell me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have nobody, because I, like, you know me, I was just, just, this is, I was just going through the motion with it, you know what I'm saying? But like it happened to one of my clients that was real close to me, you know what I'm saying? Like a couple of them that were real close to me, you know what I'm saying? One played a big part of my basketball journey as a youth, you know what I'm saying? Up to adulthood, you know what I'm saying? And one of the guys, he, he like I had, man, I was cutting this out like every other Wednesday for like, man, years, you know, for a long time, you know what I'm saying? So me and him had a a schedule like we were like real, you know what I'm saying, real cool through throughout that. And I know him outside of before he started coming to me to get his haircut, but I still knew him outside of the shop. So it, like I said, we had a close relationship. And it just sometimes you 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 can I mean you can't expect, you know what I'm saying, like somebody one of your clients passing, but you get that call, you know. Cause I ain't gonna cause I like when people like that I know I ask questions, I ask them like you know if they didn't come to me at this time, I'd be like, did they have a haircut? I'm like, I sit on and wait a few days before you know it. You get that call, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's, it's something you never want to hear, but at the same time, it's 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 a hard thing because you don't you don't want to be the person that tell them, like, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Even though in your heart and your soul, you be like, I really can't do it. But you be on the phone like, yeah. Yeah, when uh, why I need it? What time I need to be? Right, right. I believe I, but you feel that you know what I'm saying? Just that attachment for your for your clients, you know what I'm saying? And it just be like that. And, and like I said, when I went in, it it wasn't. It definitely was different. You know what I'm saying? It's very different. It's something that you. I don't care how many times you do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't hear people say, "Man, I'm used to it. It don't bother me." Nah, if you can have some type of connection with those people, you are gonna always put yourself in your shoe. Cause once you see it right there, they're at the end. Like this is the end. Like they're it, like this is their last, this their last appearance. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you get to put your emotions into their situation. You know what I'm saying? And it, it I ain't a lot of friends. The second time I did it, I did one of my uh the guy I told you that used to come to me uh, like every every other Wednesday. Man, it messed me up for a long time. Like it messed me up because I mean at that moment I did it. I kind of was like like I said like it it take like. Your fear of have you walking a certain way, but once you get to moving, 
you'll forget. Like, I caught myself. I'm cutting it. Boy, you know what? I'm haunted like this. I'm like, right. I had to realize. I'm like, man, I'm tripping. Right. I'm tripping. I got to. Like, I'm tripping. But you just done got so caught into what you're doing right. that you hadn't, you hadn't thought about it. Like I said, I was in there with my hoodie. My hoodie tied on my face. The only thing I can see is like this. I can't see nothing from this side, nothing from this. The only thing I can see is straight in front of me. I had headphones in. Had my hoodie tied. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that was that what made me feel comfortable. It made me feel like if something else is going on in here or anything going on, I, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just focused on this right here. You know what I'm saying? But it was after the fact. Like yeah, I, I had a I had a few sleepless nights. But if you feel like it's gonna disturb your peace, I really think you should not like like. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. But because I didn't have nobody tell me that. And it, man, it, like I said, it had me shook up for a little bit. You know, I was, you know, everybody telling me how good I did and, and, and they appreciate, you know, that made me feel a lot better. I ain't gonna lie. That made me feel a whole lot better. But outside of that, like, we got a condition. So, like, me, we was real close. So it was like, man, this is, this is, you know what I'm saying? It's different now. It's very different. It's very different. It's something you don't want to get used to. Like I said, it's something like, like every time, like, you know, it be people that I know that, that died and I know they would go to other barbers and I'd be like, did they get that haircut still? Because I know they're going to call me because they know I have a reputation. I Not a reputation, but I have done it before. And once you do it, the people that work at the funeral home will think that this is what you do. Like, oh, he a barber that does this. And they're going to they gonna call you too. Right. They're like, hey, we got somebody down here that need a haircut. We go to the funeral tomorrow. Can you think you can... Oh, that was only for one time. It wasn't. I got called by the family. Like it wasn't nothing like that. Right, right. But it's different though. It's 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 not like cutting a live head though at all. I mean, you, obviously, but it's like it, it's like cutting a it's like cutting a, a brick. Like a it's literally feel like cutting a cement brick. The, the skin has no give, like no yeah, no life. Yeah, it was definitely definitely different. Yeah, um, yeah. Shy, you you want to add anything, or what are you thinking about? I got so many questions. I mean, I, I'm sorry, y'all, but if go ahead, Shy, if you if you want to add anything. Uh, I don't know. I mean, myself personally, no, I've never done that. I've never uh, cut anybody a client who's passed, but uh, you know, I, I I would think that's mainly because I haven't been cutting hair as long as you guys. So that's, I haven't, I haven't crossed that road yet, but has it been on my mind before that, that text message? Absolutely. Right? Because uh, when the pandemic hit, man, when, when all that right. came about, yeah, uh, I lost quite a few clients to it. Man. Wow. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's never a way to prepare for it. Right. And it's for me, I think what, what, what my challenge was is how to be available and be there for the loved ones that they leave behind. Cause just like you, Ash, I cut a lot of families, like, right. you know, guys who bring their children, or, uh, children who bring their fathers and their cousins and their brothers and right. nephews, sons and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it was a, a lot of them cases, man, it was the, the young guys, they were losing their parents, man. They was losing them pillars of their homes. Right. And they would come in and they father may have been who introduced them to me. Right. And, you know, then they come in and they tell me they father gone or I didn't had a few uh, conversations with guys who got hospitalized because of all this and talking to them on that phone, you know, trying to bring up their spirits. And for me, 
just to show them that I, I cared about them or I care about them beyond the chair, you know, reaching out and making them phone calls when I hear they in a hospital or I hear they not oh. feeling well. You never prepare your mind or you never accept the reality that that conversation could potentially be your last conversation with them people. And in a lot of cases, it was, you know, that that phone call was the last time I, I, I'm ever going to see that person again or I ever saw that person again. And right. that part of it was something that I, I had to learn how to cope with. I mean, that, that's just the way the world changed that forced me to cope with it. Right. But it's it put my mind in the position of, OK, well, what I know that that's a part of Barbara. And like you said, it's not a very openly discussed part of Barber, but we all know that it exists. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't, I can't say for sure how that would affect me, nor can I say for sure where that would put my, my peace or my mind or my heart. But what I can say is uh, I've had the unfortunate, whatever you want to call it, reality of dealing with death. Right. For a very, very, very long time. I have a very intimate relationship with that. Right. And um, I feel like, you know, if it does happen, my life in the way that it, you know, was presented to me and the way the cards played out, it's something that I'll be prepared for because, you know, it's to me, it's, there is no limit to giving when it's coming from love, bro. If mm -hmm. I love you and I, I value you as a person, then my mindset, the way I would structure my mind to go into that situation is this is this is the most that I can do for this person at this point. No doubt. And as long as I have that clear conscience that I've given my all to this person, I've given them all the love I had for them while they were here, this notion is just gratitude to their family to show them that I do care about this person genuinely. And, and I would leave my peace there. No you doubt. Know, I, got to go on because unfortunately you know dealing with death and, and not being able to prepare for it is the biggest part of that is you still got to live full no doubt no doubt so brothers you i'm sorry if if i i i i, I gotta ask uh i don't have to ask but i'd like to ask you brothers uh like in that in that moment in that experience is the uh funeral home director or the and like are they like in the room with you do they leave you in there um how was that you know the etiquette of the funeral director in the funeral home if i may ask they would because like when you come in they like it's such a different task that when you come in they automatically assume like oh he do this obviously if you hear you do this you know what i'm saying so i don't been in the times where like they'll be done Unlock the door, tell you where to go, and this and that. And I was a little bit like, I don't know my way around here. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> show me, show me where I need to go. I don't right. need to be seen. This I ain't gotta be seen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but outside of that, I um, well, normally I like probably all the times I went, except for probably like once. Mm -hmm. I uh, they 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 direct you, you know. So they standing there with you because they they have to bring them. Sometimes they have to bring the body into the into a, a different room or whatever. But outside of that, they normally just yeah they normally be in there, yeah. not a director, but somebody that handles the bodies that, that that there at the funeral home. So for me, my experience, um, 
And I guess it, it, it was all over my face. So when I went in, lady answered the door um, and she looked at me. She said, um, you know, are, are you OK? You you look like, you know, you're not comfortable with this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, do what I need to do. Am I comfortable? No, I'm, I'm not comfortable. This is my first time ever doing this. So they were able to bring the body out of where um, it was at that particular point in time. And they brought it to a viewing room and they just put me in there by myself, closed the door. Um, and, and those headphones and that music, that, that was, um, that was my serenity, you know, once in the sound of, you know, the feel of those clippers, you know, really just put me in a zone, but it was one particular incident. So they would, you know, come in and out every once in a while, see if I needed anything. So it, it, it was a brother who years ago, he used to find out I used to date one of my cousins on my dad's side. He worked for the funeral home. So I'm walking around and I'm getting my clippers together. And um, something made me turn around. This dude just standing behind me with a check in his hand. But he ain't saying nothing. Then he started laughing. I'm just playing. I was trying to scare him. Like, man, you're going to mess around and get hit upside your head with these damn clippers. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the place to be playing. I'm in here. Oh, yeah, that, 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 <laughs> they be thinking it's funny, though. Like, that, 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 like they, they know. Like, people from the field, they know. They be knowing when, when somebody is on easy. And they be that. That, that's their humor though like Sometimes I just kind of zoned out like I was expecting him to wake up and, and, and say something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you'll do that. You'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was pretty deep. One of the things that, that you know, um, and I didn't understand it going in. So my uncle working in the mortuary business was like, well, you know, that's a, that's a premium price. I said, uncle, I ain't, I ain't doing this to get paid. I don't want no money. This, this, was, this was my man's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want no money from this, but they, they gave me a check and I didn't realize like that's part of the process with the funeral home is that, burial, you know, yeah. they, in the, the burial, I guess they, they charge the families. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm telling them like, nah, I don't want the check. So, you know, the wife, you know, we, we talked to his wife, she was like, I, sh you know, you need to take the check, you know? Um, and so I, I ended up taking the check, but it's not something that that I wanted, you know what I mean? Because I've done it out, out of out of the love of, of my heart. Um, you know, and I, I don't want this to to just be a down, you know, episode, but I really just felt like it was something it, it's been weighing heavy on my heart. Sometimes I'm in a space where I just blank out and I'm seeing um his face. I'm remembering the laughter and some of the jokes and and all that and and you you know just the reality of you know just just the finality that 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 was it i'll never see him you know um on this side again and so that that's a tough um that's a tough thought to to really process for me still but on the other hand you know um having you brothers to lean on having my wife to lean on and just realizing that what we do we often talk about all the 
things that we are and so many times you don't hear about this piece and so i just want to give a shout out to all all my barbers because like you said you know it's you know if you do it long enough you're, you're gonna have that that day and i don't think it's really a you know whether you do it four years whether you do it 20 years you know just some situations occur and um i don't wish it on anybody um and that's one thing al told me if 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 if, if it don't feel right in your spirit I, I would tell you don't do it but honestly i really just with the connection the relationship the love i have for for him and his family um knowing the kids son stayed all night at my house my son stayed night at his house you know um i couldn't there, there was no way i could tell no matter how i felt felt you know at that point i felt like there was no way um that i could tell his mother no and and, and it was it was kind of funny at the time um you know she was like ah you know jeff loves his curls you know, he, he's at a good funeral home, but I don't want them white people playing in my baby hair because they don't know how to do my baby's hair. So then that just and she didn't mean to no. throw that pressure. But I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I I got to make sure that 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 he's right. And and like you talked about, Ayo, he was like afterward, man, I, I heard so many people, man, you, you you laid his hair out and, you know, um, man, he looked really good. And, you know, it, it just. It was an honor and privilege. It was hard, but I just realized, you know, w- without thinking in the in the past that it's just a part of life. And and you know, when God calls us to it and He gives us this gift, it, it comes with um, some responsibilities that some people don't don't think about or or haven't been confronted with. Um, so again, I, I just I I appreciate um, that advice, man. You guide me. You know, um, hopefully shy is something that you never have to go through. But, you know, having AO been through it, you know, now I've I've done it once. Now you have somebody that you can lean on, you know, if if, if you ever have to be in that situation. And I think that's what's um, great about the camaraderie and the brotherhood. And I just want to give a shout out to, to barbers, hairstylists, cosmetologists, because, you know, we 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 have. um we have heavy work to do, and, and sometimes it, it goes unnoticed. They think we're just behind the chair, and, and we just cut hair, and it's so much more than that. So I do got a question, man. This this did just bring up a question that I'm yeah. thinking about. Uh-huh. And okay, if you take if you take the relationship that client out of it, right? We now we're just talking about um, deceased people, right? Right, and it's being rendered for the uh funeral homes mm-hmm. that a business venture that you could ever see yourself partaking in or do you see any uh potential in that business model you you know as, as far as once i left because my my uncle was like man you know people do this for a living and i never eat like i said i was just almost like a blonde man i just never thought about it bro but and they make good money too like right and that's what we're talking about it is a service out there for people who are um who can stomach that you know and 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 you know they 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 pay well you know i guess depending on where you are you you, you know you can set your prices whatever so it is another avenue you know um 
in the business for, for people because everybody doesn't deal with death the same. I surprised myself. You know, my mother was worried about me. My my um, my, my wife was wor worried about me just because of how I deal with death. But I think also, you know, I'm, I'm hitting a stride in my life, man. Me and my wife, um, you know, chose um, to get saved a little over a month ago. You know, we got we, we got baptized together. A, a, a stride in my life, man, where I'm just aiming to be better. And, and, and you know, whatever, I, I won't throw, you know, religion, spirituality on anyone else, whatever, you know, works to 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 help a person become a better person. I'm all for it. And so for me, I think it was God just another step, because, again, you know, it's the reality. And, and you know, I just went through a situation with my mother. Um, had to fly out to Arizona, man, had, had to deal with that, man. Then I get back a week later, my father-in-law, you know what I'm saying? You know, he had a situation, you know? And so all of our parents, my, my mother, my, my wife, excuse me, is adopted. So she has two sets of parents, but all of our parents are in the same age range. Right. And they're not getting any younger. I'm not getting any younger. And and so I look at it like maybe it was just, you know, a walk that I had to take. God wanted me to take like, and it, this is real and it's a part of life. And I've allowed you to get away with not having to deal with it on, on you know, time after time for, for so long. So going in there and not having any emotion, I didn't cry or anything. I, I, I felt it was heavy, but, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question, Shy. It's a, it's a good question. I would say no right now, but, you know, as I continue to mature um, spiritually, I don't know. That's a good question. But for those who do it, it's definitely a service that's out there. You know, we, we got people dying every day, unfortunately, you know, with these, these young Thundercats out here killing each other. So, unfortunately, there's plenty of money and bodies to be had, unfortunately. So somebody out there... Um, who's into that is definitely a service that, that can be rendered. I got a, I got a, I got a question. Uh, so would you take all the, 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 the wireless joints or did you, did you take anything that needed to be plugged Man, in? Man, look. What was your thought process? That, just that was in? when I went and I started packing up and I'm always, I'm that type of dude. I take more than I need, right? I'd rather have more than not have enough. And, and I ended up forgetting one of my go-to clippers, to be honest. But I was so thankful for cordless clippers. I'm like, I'm like, damn, everything just aligned right on time. Man, how long did it take you to cut it? You know what, man? I, I um I was there for about an hour 30. Dang, that's like, a long time. Man. Like I, I just I I fell in love with it. Every every loose hair. I'm like, this is the finale. The, the this, play. Is the la this is the last time that I will have the honor to share space with this person. Plus it was a request from his mom, his wife, and his children. So I have this responsibility. So I'm in no rush. You would take, take pride it. in it at, at, at that moment. You, you know, I, I, I was in it, man. I, I, was I, in it. I, I wasn't, I wasn't getting ready to give him a drive by. I, I gave him everything I had. Nice. Yo, that's how like, that's how I do. Yeah. Like, man, somebody calling me, man. I'm trying to get this out. There you go. Yeah, I, uh, like, um, 
lot of people tell you like they tell you like they like they want you to come from ear to ear, you know what I'm saying? Over the top from ear to ear. Yep. Yep. And like some people in certain cases, they would just cut the viewing side, you know, and leave it at that. Man, I give you the whole, the whole yep. everything across. Like I would give you, I'm I'm doing the same thing on the bird on this side, and I'm doing yep. on both. If you if you try to sneak around trying to see if you can oh no, nah, it's gonna look like he sat in the chair, like I'm gonna right. give you, I'm gonna give you the right. full. And you will find yourself getting it because when you first get there, you know, like my first time doing it, you would you would be a little timid. You'll be like, uh, this might not do like I think it is for you know, as you going through the cut for for long, mm -hmm. your your ability kicks in and for you know it, it's like I do this every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and as you going, now you don't perfected this haircut and and in reality people don't believe it or not it's not every day that actual bar do that type of work right. like they'll have somebody at the funeral home just to clean it up you know right. what i'm saying they don't really be caring how you know if the line's straight or this right. and that they just we just gonna make it look neat you know just you know make it make it look nice and then they tax for that like those people they have way you know a lot of time they don't really do a great job but they'll they be paying like like two to three hundred dollars for a haircut. Yep, I was going to say it's a lot, and that's what I found out. It's it's a shy. It's an allotment for that. It's a service that they pay for. That's part of the the arrangement. Yep, yep. That's a part of the arrangement. Like, and it'd be like I said, like two or three hundred. I'd be like, like wow, like they making that much money. And, and like I said, a lot of the guys that be doing it, they're not even actual barbers. They just be people that's you know I work at the funeral home. You know, so I mean. We can't really do too much wrong, you know. Like we just clean it up, you know what I'm saying? That's just what they do. Yeah. But when yeah. you ask me to ask you a barber cut, you would be like, "Oh, like who, who cut his hair? Like who did it? Like it's right. it's, it's definitely right. This ain't just no regular deceased haircut right here. Somebody knew what they were doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I hit him with the razor, everything. I was gonna ask yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard too. It's hard. It's hard to do that, boy. It's, it's hard. Definitely, it's definitely. You, you gotta definitely. take your. You gotta. Hey, you gotta get off in there because it's yeah. man. Because yeah. the skin don't budge. Like it don't. Right. Like don't budge. But yeah. the thing about it though, you know, like it's. And I hate to say it like this. Like the hair comes right off though. It's like, like you ain't gotta go back over nothing. It's just woof. It's coming off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did a ball fade. Do the ball fade. Did enhancement on the beard. Put the pills on him, like I'm right. talking about. Yeah. Shake the beard up. I'm talking this about went to the back. Yeah. <laughs> this is fascinating. I, I yeah. mean, I enhanced him everything. Like I, I just really, I hated to do it, and I hated the 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 uh, the circumstances. I just fell in love with 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 the art while I was doing it. Between my my hip hop and and them Clippers was just like I I got it. I got to be here. I couldn't tell her yeah, no. So, so just. It what, all fell in line, man. What was you listening to? Like you said, man, I, I had a playlist though, so I, I listened, you know, listened to to a little bit of everything. So I was, uh, I was just no, 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 real what talk. Hey, that's to? a good question. What would you listen to if you was in that spot, uh, Kenny? What would be your pick of music? Who me? Yeah, what would you listen to, man? Who would I, be I, your I would, I would probably, I would probably go to my favorite, my favorite records, probably on the way there. Uh, I would listen to maybe some some Kanye. That's that's one of my go-to artists. Uh, Coffee Brown off After Party. That's probably one of my favorite records of all time. Uh, 
But when I get there, probably like Anita Baker or 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 gospel. I love gospel. I, I mean, Lonnie Hunter and the Voices of St. Mark, uh, Kirk Franklin, the, the second album, What You're Looking For, is one of my favorite albums. So probably some gospel. Um, that would have broke me down. Really? It would have broke me down. Okay. What did, did you, you end up listening to, Ash? I, I listened to um y'all y'all familiar with Griselda Conway, um Benny the but Butcher, oh, 38 Spash, Buster Ryan. <laughs> like my 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 I mean MJG, eight ball, Jeezy, Jay-Z. Like I, I had on my my I had on, on my playlist, but I just shuffled it. So you had an up tempo going. A- absolutely, but it was so crazy because sometimes you know I have in my shuffle not stuff that I don't like. But sometimes the time and it based on how you feel, the timing ain't right. So sometimes I you just ooh, advance ooh, ooh. skip. Yeah. And I did not have record. to skip through anything. So it just, it, it it just was right I on mean, time. it was a perfect playlist. It was a perfect playlist. It just up upbeat, man. I was just, I was just, I was just zoned out. What about you, AO? What was your vibe, man? What was your uh, music choice vibe? Man. I got it. Like, like I had, a, like I said, I had a little playlist of some of the stuff that I think of, like the music. Like I always, I got certain playlists I listen to when I'm cutting too. So I, I just, I had went in with the thought of a playlist, but man, it got like sometimes you know you might shuffle and you might like I had gloves on. I didn't want to keep. I didn't want to keep touching my phone. Like, I put my phone down and let it play. <laughs> man, it got stuck on Broadway. Uh, heart been broke so many times. That, I, that I, 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 like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. But I, like to this day, every time I hear that song, like, like I can be wherever I'm at. Like, if I hear that song, like it's gonna take me to that. It, it take me back to that moment. Yeah, time. I, I can see it. It really didn't bring me down. Like it just, it kind of like the play. Like it got stuck right there. Like I started off with dolls, and before I know it, it ended up on that song. I was like, dang. This song long, and I, and I was like, this song that came on again. You know what I'm saying? I kids, I said, oh my god, it, it must have, it must be the last song to play this or something. Like, why is it keep like, what's going on? And I just, I just kept listening to it, and, and I, and for I know it, that song became a, and like, I, and I wasn't even really a fan of that song at that time, but after that, I kind of like, like, I kind of, I, I really like that song. Now, but every time I hear that song, huh? No, I was saying, and he definitely has. Man, every time I hear that song, yeah. like no matter where I'm at, like I could be in a club, toe up, and I'm just like, dang. Every time I hear this song, like every time mm-hmm. I hear it, I, it's just like it yeah. take me to always take me back to that moment. Yeah, cause I, I had, real, I, I, I was real cool with the dude. Like me and him, we hunt like man, I, like I was real cool with him. You know what I'm saying? It, it just his situation. You know what I'm saying? He had a man, beautiful family, man. You know what I'm saying? He he was a real outstanding father. You know what I'm saying? Right. He he we had just. Had a big all black party like not too long before that we all kicked yeah. it in my cousin uh, for her birthday and like it was just like man we lost a he was like a big part of the community big part of the just the host he 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 bled McGee you know what I'm saying through and through so like everybody knew him like everybody knew him you know what I'm saying he got like six daughters you know what I'm saying like yeah. like it was just it was a it was very like his last one of his last photos you know what I'm saying from. Was that he posted on his profile picture was a picture he took in the shop, you know what I'm saying? A selfie he took in the shop, and it was the picture they used on the news. And when they used it on the link for the news, it was like everybody was talking about his haircut then on the picture. And it was like, like, it, like me and him were real close, so it was, it was, it was, it was real different. It wasn't like 
Like I seen this this dude probably like, man, I'm talking about three or four times out the week, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was sometimes he would stop by the shop or see him at high school football games, you know what I'm saying? Might see him at a little a little party or kickback the weekend. Then he was coming by and getting his haircut. So it was like I always I always seen him, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, G Fly, you know what I'm saying? That was the night with the Davis, he went by G Fly. You know what I'm saying? He a real, real, real sense of county legend. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when the family called me, it was like, yeah, I got, like, I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, his younger brother, I'm real cool with his younger brother. You know what I'm saying? A lot of his cousins, you know, I'm real cool with him. You know, what I'm he was basically like family to me. So it was like, it seemed like that ride wave just made me just like, you know what? This is what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just was zoned out. It was like I wasn't even there when I left. I was like. I was telling myself, like, bro, I really can't believe you just did that. Like, you done crashed out, man. I ain't no way you just did that. Right. You really just did that. And I, I sat in the car in, in the, the field home for a minute, just sitting down. I was like, boy, you done lost your mind. <laughs> ain't no way you just did that. Because I, the whole time, I'm dreading. Like, I'm up early that morning, like, man, I got to go here today. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. What I'm going to do? What I'm Because the, 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 the way he lost his life was so controversial to the point where it's like, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's – you didn't know what you was going to see. You didn't know how it was going to go down. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot stimulus, a lot going around it. So it was, man, it had the whole time down. So, like, the emotion was high already. So it was just, like I said, it was different. Yeah. It was real different. But that was a song that, that man, I don't know how my phone got stuck on that song. I, I, I would listen to Dog. Uh, Meek Mill, a couple, uh, a little bit of Meek Mill came on. Had some Boosie playing, and before I know it, it just boom. I'm on Ride Wave. I think, yeah, I don't Ride Wave, but it just played that same song. Like I'm talking, I played that song probably four times in a row. Wow. So, Shy, what would you listen to? <laughs> uh, me personally, bro, I'm gonna have to go with some Smino, some Spillage Village, maybe some Erica Badu to just mix it up and uh, feel. Okay. Those like my go-to artist, man. Just in the shop. If I'm having a bad day, I could quit. So, so, so if next lifetime come on, is you go, you gonna be all right? Yeah, I'm straight because I've already associated something in my life with that song. You know what I mean? Hey, and that's that's my record too. I love that record. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like 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 I said or like Ao said. A lot of music, man. When you listen to it, sometimes songs attach themselves to memories. Right. And songs yep. attach themselves to moments in your life. Right. So if I'm playing them songs, even when I'm here in a shop, of course my clients and the other barbers in here don't know it. But a lot of times when I'm shifting through, I'm playing them songs for a reason because it's right. helping me escape whatever I want right. to get away from mentally or emotionally in that moment in the shop. Because we right. barbers, we cut head, it's our profession, but at the end of the day, we human beings, man. We're right. going through a lot of stuff that's right. not business related, that's right. not shop related. I may come in the shop with a heavy heart or a heavy mind or just had a shitty week. Right. But I have to take everything I'm dealing with, leave it in my car, and not allow it to sneak its way back into my services or sneak its way back into my customer service experience. Right. So a lot of time that music helps me escape that in my mind, and I feel like I would apply it to that too. So those are my go-to. Yeah, I'm, I'm just one. You know, music music speaks to me. It's like like spiritually like if, if i if i'd have had gospel on it, it, i'd have probably i'd have probably drowned in that and damn I'm just room saying I'd have cried that so I, much. I probably wouldn't have it it's just 
it just sounded good and and mm-hmm. i do like gospel mm-hmm. like i i i really like fuck with gospel yeah. music like i'd have flooded the room i i'd have cried so much would, they'd, they'd have had that center lifeguard I'm in there on that. I'm with you on that, bro. Because if Tamala Man come on, it's fucking over with me. Right. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know, she was with. She was right. with Tamla don't just on that album that I was saying. Yeah. Tamla yeah. don't sing to fight. You she right. sings to your soul, bro. So well, you know. Now. For real. I wouldn't have been no good. He he, he would have been all wet. His hair would have been out. It would have, have been bad, bro. So I, I, just, I was in the barbershop. I was in the barbershop, man, after my brother passed. Mm. And I'm in the shop. Actually, I was in the school. I'm in the mm-hmm. school cutting some hair. Mm-hmm. And I just got my, you know how you play your Apple music and it just play, you know, your recently listened to songs and what right. you like with your preference. Man, some, uh, what is his name, man? Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. Uh, he thought I was worth saving came on, bro. That mm-hmm. shit felt so bad, bro. I had to go to the bathroom and get myself right. back together, bro. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, yeah, it, that, that music he got a way of getting to you, boy. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. that's that music is nothing but emotion can hear. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I've been fascinated. I mean, it, it started. You know, the topic started. I, I think this is great. I, I mean, as the I got moderator, I, I want to shift the kids a little bit, man. Okay, let's, let's go. Shift it. So, so a question got proposed in the shop the other day by one of the guys, one of the barbers in here, man. And it was a very interesting question, man. It was a great question. He's a he a young guy. He just turned uh 21. Okay. He one a few months ago. And uh he he was asking, he says, so if if a parent comes by the shop and just send their kid in the shop to get their hair cut, who's responsible for that child while they got in my my opinion, just through experience and 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 i know on one side of my head i know the the, the right answer what it should be but i feel like if he's my client then he becomes my responsibility but i think the right answer is and it's something that we went away from community basis it takes a village to raise a child you know what i mean um and, and so i definitely think that you know but then also it kind of depends on the barbers and their maturity level because i know i have some mothers if they were to send their kids in here you know the respect that they have for me and the respect the kids have for me and i have for them then you know it might be a situation if another barber outside of my son were to say something they might get a little angry you know what i mean unfortunately no matter what the whether their kid was in the, the the wrong or not so um probably that barber but i i think adults in the respect is, as long as it's respectful and we're um redirecting the kid in the right way it takes a village to, to raise a child man hey yo hey yo give it to me it just depends you know what I'm saying it depends on it, it depends on like the, the manner of it, because like I done seen it in so many times. Like if you got if you got little baby, he 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 bad, you know he bad, everybody around, you know he bad. Like don't, don't drop him off here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 put it, don't put me in that situation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If if you know he called trouble, he showing right. out everywhere, he giving you trouble, you happy you dropped him off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't put us in this, don't put us in that situation, you know what I'm saying? Cause if you dropping him out, that means you you basically said. It's okay if we tell him to sit down. It's okay if we sit him straight. Not saying we're gonna put our hands on anything, but what I'm saying is like he gonna 
be be be, be you you he paid the test back because you because people do it sometimes they'll drop like drop their kids off and gone and kid they got their haircut you still ain't made I'm like right ooh like you know what I'm saying but then you come back he done broke his arm because he was standing on the chair that we told him ten times not to stand on and he basically told him he gonna do what he want to do. Now you mad at us because we let him do it, but you dropped him off. my daddy. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it be kids like that sometimes. But so sometimes when it, uh, oof, that's right. just a sensitive one. It's a sensitive one, man, because you see so much these days, man. I, yeah. Like, if, it, it's, if, if it's to that point, I'll be like, hey, you have to come back. But I always joke with my kind, though. I mess with them, you know what I'm saying? They drop the, I say, oh, like, it's a fee. It's a, it's a babysitter fee. Right. You got to pay a fee for that. Like, this ain't no daycare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this, ain't, this is not the daycare. We, we couldn't hurt. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't raising them now. It's <laughs> a difficult situation, man. I'm with Ash. At, at some point, with my answer to the to the young brother, his name is uh, Westside Barber, if y'all want to follow him on Instagram. Westside Barber, okay. W-E-S-S-Y-D-E-B-A-R-B-E-R. But uh, when he asked that question, man, it was a good question because be it that, you know, this is the season for back to school, you have an uh, influx of kids coming in the shop and you got some parents that, you know, they'll do that. They'll bring their kid, even if it's their first time at the shop. Right. I've associated the barbershop as the community. So they, they bring their kids and they, they might just send their kid in and you don't know if the mother outside or if they done pulled off. Then you got ones that come in and say, hey, uh, I'll be back in a minute and they'll leave. Right. And then, <laughs> on one hand, in, in the back of your mind as a parent and as a barber, you know, you working. This is work. I'm at work. I got people who waiting. I got other people here I'm tending to and I'm trying to maintain the environment. We all working. We flowing in the shop. It's like it's, it's a little selfish of you as a parent to come in and expect me to then take on the responsibility of watching your child. That's your responsibility. But uh, my answer to him was a lot like yours. I feel like if the the appointment is with you, then it's automatically assumed that you're gonna be the person to to oversee. Right. But as as it pertains to the shop, it's all of us working in the shop responsibility to make sure that 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 child stays in line and he's looked after and, and more so protected. Because you know, in the shop, anything can happen. Like Ao said, he can, he can fall off something. He could uh he could hurt somebody else. He could snatch something down and break something. It's it's a lot of things that could happen. So it's kind of it's that village mindset. It take all of us to pay attention and be aware of the environment and what's going on. Right. But I say all that politically to say in the back of my mind, fuck all that, man. You dropped your kid off, and what happens to your kid is what happens to your kid. You dropped them off. Right. As a parent, you should never be comfortable. I don't care how much. I know somebody. I'm never gonna be comfortable enough to send my it, somewhere and then leave. That's just not never gonna happen. Bro. But but I, I think and I agree with that with this era. But like when when I was growing up, like my my uncle was a barber, right? And being in a small town, a small community, you know, granted it was my uncle, but that was that was where young men. And kids learn to see how, especially if you didn't have your father in the house, how men, you you know, socialize and you you know you you were just around men, and that was our time to to be around men and just kind of see how men function. You you know what I mean? And and it was at that time when any barber in the shop could tell you, man, you better sit down. 
and yeah. your mother didn't have a problem with it. Now you got these mothers, you know, you can't you can't tell their kids to say nothing to do nothing, and they angry and they want a box, but they kid bad as hell. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you because I'm not for any babysitting. Now, if somebody need to run to the car, okay, he, he cool. You you can leave him here while you run to the car and come back. I'm cool with that. But I got so much going on, and I don't know what may happen that I'm not open to babysitting. I'm not running a babysitting services. That's not what I do. You know? But, but, I want but to I, keep your eye on your client and somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I think, you know, there was an era where it was more acceptable. You know what I mean? And 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 everybody was cool because the expectation was we all in this together. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that changed too, though, man, because if you're thinking about it in a sense of errors, I know for me, and I'm assuming from the 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 way that you guys carry yourself. No one had to tell you to sit down, don't do this, don't do that if you got dropped off in the shop because you knew your mama wasn't going for that. If that Absolutely. word, your OG, that you was acting a fool, you know that haircut is the least of your words. Absolutely. But it but it was all also, not only did I know my, my, my mom wasn't g for it, but I knew at the same time she gave those them elders, that, you know, they were elders, they were pillars of our community. She gave them the okay that if you need to snatch him up in his collar, get with it. Now we, 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 you know, I worked in school for 20 years. I went from being in a school where if you got in trouble in classroom, you get home, your mom asked you, what did you do to get in trouble? Now the kid go home and the mom is asking, well, what did that teacher do to you? You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, then I got another question. Let's keep this rocking, my boy. I got a whole bunch of topics on this. Let me ask you this. Are you guys seeing a difference in the behavior of kids who come to the shop with their mothers versus kids who come to the shop with their fathers? Absolutely. You know, for, for me, man, it's so, so unfortunate. The, the one thing that, 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 that I have is being a little older and having kids. The kids that I, I do have, it's one of those relationships like they'll come in and if they done done something wrong, their mom might say, well, tell, tell Mr. Osh what you did. And so the, 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 the respect is there. Unfortunately, man, probably just in, in the barbershop as a whole right now, it's just me me and my, my son. We probably have 90% of the young men come in here that we cut their hair. It's probably 90% of them come with their moms, and it's sad, bro. I was just, because, brothers, I was just in here yesterday, and I came, I came twice, mm -hmm. Friday and, and Saturday, and all the young kids, the youngsters ten and under was in here with a with a female a female a, a woman, yeah. um, adult, and I was yeah. going that that definitely like it had to be like a topic. I mean, we hitting it now, but yeah. I mean, we could go, we could have another episode just about that and, and just the expectation. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, and and with me, like I bring my I bring my children to the shop, and I have one that is on the spectrum and. And so he can get a little like he'll 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 try to dominate a conversation and and when grown folks talking he'll he'll you know interject with some things that's going on in his mind and so I'll be like you know you know Devin you know calm down chill out you know uh, but uh for me I feel like this is a time where I can bring my children to the shop and have them you know around other 
men and and black men and 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 just to to give them a blueprint, you know. So, like you said, shot like I'm not, you know, I may because it's my brother. I probably, you know, if if I'm running late or something, and they mom drop them off, yeah, go on in there. But you know, he 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 very nice and and not, you know, going like. Hopefully he'll 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 make sure that they 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 in line and and he know. Hopefully go without saying that if he gotta make sure that they doing what they need to do in his shop, in his place of business, in his second domain besides his regular home, that he can do that. He got my permission and his mama. So, um, yeah, man. So I I, I think ultimately it's my my responsibility. I'm not gonna just drop them off and not show up, you know, I, I, you know. And and it's it's crazy because I'm old school, but also I I give out even to young kids what, what I expect in return. So, you know, I'm, I'm calling the little ladies, ma'am, that, that, you know, we, we have a natural um, hairstylist in here, loctician, you know, when little girls come in, if it's little guy, ma'am, or, you know, if I got a nickname or, or, or whatever, but it's crazy because I also have some Caucasian clients, you know yeah. that, that that are young men. and they come in a lot of them come in here with 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 their mother as well yeah i noticed that yeah. too with your show you, you know and, 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 and blow your mind man have mm-hmm. you experience because this is something that i've been noticing uh cutting here i'll cut i cut their father's hair you know mm-hmm. i've been and cut that their parent the father's hair mm-hmm. but every time the son comes to the shop it's the mother or the aunt or the sister or something like that and don't get me wrong it's not everybody. And I also understand that, you know, schedules conflict. Maybe sometimes or maybe most times in most people's cases, in some people's cases, right. it's better for their schedule for the mom to bring them. It's just better for the schedule for somebody else to bring them. Right. But I think part of that is we're robbing them kids of them, them experiences because there is no experience in the barbershop like being in the barbershop as a young man with your father. That's that's putting you on the road to understanding what it means to be a man, how to socialize as a man, understanding man, law, man, rules, hierarchy, everything. It's so many different spectrum of things that's taught to young men in the barbershop. But I think the the most important part of that is to be facilitating that and experience that growth and learning with your father, with your elder. Absolutely. And and one of the things that I think, and, and I think this speaks to, where we are um, as a nation in, in urban areas, you know, because we don't know how to deal with each other. You can be in a barbershop back in the day and, you know, cats are going back and forth. Like he was here yesterday and him and one of my clients talking about sports and they're going back and forth, but it's all love. You know, even if, if we can agree to disagree, still shake hands and give a man hug and be out. All right. I'll see you next time I'm in here. I'll see you next week. You know what I mean? Now our young men, you know, they looking at each other and it's so easy to 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 shoot another because you haven't seen how men interact when right. they're in a good space or when they disagree and be able to go in 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 in, in you know different directions but still have that respect. You know, I, I think one of the things like the booking app, it's a great thing and I love it, but it takes some of that away with, with what at least in our community, what barbershops used to be in our community when I was growing up is no longer what they were. Uh, 
it 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 it, it really it really isn't, man. And and you know sometimes like I cut with my my son. My son is twenty four, about to be twenty five. You know when I have kids come come in here, you know I'm gonna play a certain type of music and certain things that 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 I'm going to have because I I have, you know. Um, I feel that responsibility. Now, some some parents you'll have like, oh, it's cool. They listen to that shit at home. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and don't get me wrong, you know, because I was, a young, <laughs> I was a young parent. So we parented the best that we could, but we were young. So certain music and Yeah, you grew up things, in the Snoop Dogg era. But we don't let these out. We also, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it was... Uh, a uh, 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 right from wrong. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. one thing with, with my kids that nobody will ever say. My kids are extremely re- respected. You know what I mean? Me and me and you know a couple of my kids, we go at it and I'd be wanting to punch them in the throat now because they think they're grown, but that was never an issue. Now that that respect thing, it, it, yeah, it's it's different, bro. Yeah, I, I notice it a lot, man. And and I notice it even in the mannerisms of the kids, man. Once you get them in your chair. You notice that certain mannerisms that a child who comes in the shop with, with primarily with his mother, is different from a child that comes in the shop with his father, man. Because a lot of times, especially if the father gets his hair cut there too, that child is able to observe his father's mannerisms in the chair. He's able to observe his father's way of getting his hair cut and they get in the chair and just without knowing, they mimicking that. Right. They mimicking what their dad do. It's the same thing can be said about fathers that get in the chair because we all got grown men, clients that move around like kids. Right. And their kids get in the chair and they, they mimic that. They do the same thing. Yep. But uh, it's it's something that we, we discuss in the shop sometimes, man. I feel like in the sense of keeping the tradition of the barbershop, that's one very, very big tradition that is becoming few and far in between, man. And I, I was one, I, I wonder often, is that something that's going to affect or is that something that's already affecting the way that young men are coming up in this world, man, because they missing those bonding periods in their life. They miss a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Even, even, and not to get all the way off, but uh, just since we've, since we've potted, I mean, that do you buy mcdonald's for all the kids that took the nation by storm for three days or four days you know what i'm saying and and even in and and i think what you're saying is that's all a reflection of of perception and how we view things and 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 just it's it's crazy like People lost friends over that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was fake the whole time. Was it? So yeah. so two two things for me as a father with my sons. I had to, and, and there are other things I'm I I'm, I was always gonna be present, parent teacher conferences, you know, events, whether it's it, it can be music, it can be sports, it don't matter, it's all the same. But I'm taking them to get their hair cut in any shoes that we buy. I'm going. You you know what I'm saying? Like that was for me as a father. That was like, man, we you know, you go get fresh and you go get fresh. You you love and and that's a bonding moment. Like I I don't understand. Even when me and my wife got together, my stepson, who was my son like the rest of my kids, he was two and a half years old. He's 29 years old now. 
But I took on that responsibility. I, I took him to get his haircut. When he got his shoes, whether he played the sport, like, you know, I, I don't understand. And I'm not knocking these fathers, but time is something that you can't get back, right? And I see yep. now, you know, how fast they grow and how quick they become adults. And, you know, if, if you're not modeling what a man should look like and how he should function, then you allow the TV and music to then, to then raise your kids and show them a a, a, a misperception, a, 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 a misguided perception of what it looks like. Not realizing that's entertainment. You, you, know, you know what I mean? And that's how a lot of these kids are walking around and that's how they function. And, and the more and more I think about it with the, the question you raised, I'm trying to think of five male clients that I have that bring their, their, their kids in here, man. Like it's a struggle. Like I'm really, mm. really trying to like break it down. Yeah. And I think it, it turns into a point where if you think about the way that kids are interacting, even if you just sit and you observe them or if you watch these videos or you just hear about, you know, news articles, unfortunately, we, we got a lot of them killing each other. But what you what you notice is if you leave adolescents to govern themselves, they have no guidance because they have no experience to draw that 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 next decision from. Right. Where you create the moments of bonding, like you said, something as simple as a sports debate inside of a barbershop amongst a room full of men can show you how to get your point across, say what you need to say, stand on your feelings and be held accountable for what you say in a respect, in a respectable manner, Absolutely. in a way that you don't create an enemy or you don't create this tension that's unnecessary because you have different views. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was some of the best debates about anything, just life period going in the barbershop. Man, you need to come in here and just listen because women got this perception that all we talking about is women and, and sports and uh, like women. we, we right. talk about religion, politics, women, sports, stocks, yep. uh yep. the mindset. We we just sat in here and talked about space for like four hours, bro. Right. It's like Everybody walk around, we walk around as human beings with all these things on our mind, man, but it's rare that you get an opportunity to share your thoughts with somebody and even more rare to find somebody who had those same opinions or those same thoughts. Absolutely. Like, like for me, I'm real big. Like my love has shifted from sports and, and you know, another topic for another day, but I'm a true believer um, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. And me and Jinx, we've talked about it. I think um, sports in, in, in the black community has done more harm than it's done good based on mass numbers. Everybody wants to, you know, I was growing up, everybody wanted to be a basketball or football player. And, and when that didn't come through, they didn't know what direction to turn to. And I went through that myself. Um, so I, I watch a lot of documentaries and a lot of informative stuff. So when, when you come to my, my, my barbershop, it ain't a lot of music because the music that I like, it, it, it it's not appropriate for kids. You, you know what I mean? And so I spend a lot of time watching documentaries and, and just, you know, it might be interviews, Vlad TV, or, you know, always something informative. You know what I mean? You know, just not a whole lot of music. You know, we can have conversations and, and be heard, 
because when you put kids in that realm, you want to give them something that they don't see otherwise, you know, and it's a lot of the kids that, that they don't, you know. Yeah. You just made me think about something else with what you just said as far as, like, uh, not having a direction at the sports, right? Mm-hmm. So another discussion we was having in the barbershop that I think this is a great platform to have this discussion, and it, it goes back into the kids. Do you feel like that as an African-American community, man? Because I can't speak on another community because, baby, I'm black through and through. Yes, so sir. my question is, do you feel like as African-American men and women in this community that we, we force our kids out the home too soon? You know what? what? That's a good t- topic, and I heard it, and I I hundred percent agree with that. That we have a mentality that when you're eighteen, do we force oh, our kids out yeah. the out the home? Absolutely. When, when when they're they're eighteen, it's time to get out. Absolutely. A hundred percent, I agree with you. We we force them out 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 the nest way too soon because yeah. at eighteen, you haven't you haven't built anything stable your mind is not stable your your bank account is not stable your day-to-day interactions aren't stable you know and so you throw an 18 year out the year old out there to fend for themselves you know um you're gonna get what you get and that's what we're looking at you know um unfortunately on the flip side though it's so popular you know for kids like when my son got out of um barber school i said man come back to the crib man Live at the crib six months a year, stack your money up. You know what I mean? But by the end, you know, him and his girlfriend and Snuck, they was living in the apartment and at barber school together. And, you know, what what no turning back. But I definitely believe that, you know, we have this mentality at 18, you're grown and, and fend for yourself. But it's a lot of them parents who throwing them kids out at eight, at 18 ain't got their shit together and they, they grown. So yeah, what do you, you expect? Now you speaking to what I'm thinking, man. I feel like, uh, let me say this first. All of our parents did it the best that they could. Right. They, they did what they could. And, right. and you know what you know and what you don't know. You cannot be condemned for what you don't know. You Absolutely. Know? And I feel like as we move forward faster and faster and to, to times, the education is, is at a fingertip. You know, the, the, the numbers, the statistics. I had a fingertip. You can always find this information and better educate yourself on what's working and what's not working. Whereas our parents and their parents before them, they didn't have that information. They they only went on what they were taught generation, what was passed down through generations. And and that conversation came up, man, like you were saying. We have all this debate about why the youth is the way they are, who's responsible for the condition that they're in. But I, it's everybody, man. If, if we forcing the kids out at 17, 18 years old, and even before we force them out, we preconditioning them to believe that they need to be ready to be out right. by that time. We're not even taking the time to consider all the baggage that we handed down to them that we we were given. Right. You know, all of us as human beings have something that your environment induced into you. Whether it was positive or negative, it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your character. It's a part of your condition, your mindset, everything. And you may be able to cope with it. But when I pass that thing that's in me down to my daughter or to my son, they may not be able to cope with that. They may change the condition of who their character is when they turn 18. It may shift them to a place where, you know, it's, it's almost like rolling the dice. If I'm putting you out at 18, I'm rolling the dice, hoping that you get out there and don't crap out. Right. But I haven't taken the time to help you cope with those things or repair those things. And as right. a parent, 
am I doing the repairs within myself? Right. So I better understand me and understand how I'm teaching you. Right. And it's, it's just, it's unfortunate in our community, man. And, and I look at it, we were looking at it in here in comparison to a lot of the uh, other, you know, races that we know and we, we have close relationships with and comparing them in, you know, they kids, they in their house today, 26, 27. Some of them live in their house until they well within their 30s. They don't leave until they married or they don't leave until they had kids. And, and, and ready to buy a home. Yeah, absolutely. Or they in the house preparing to buy a home. Their right. parents are, are teaching them the trade on how to save, how to budget, how to this, how to that. Uh, not just financial responsibility, but responsibility for being a life, being a, a functioning adult. Right. And I, it's, it's insane to me. Right. That we expect our kids to be successful, and we push them out the nest so early. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I man, it's, it's absolutely. Yeah, that to me is, it ain't even no gray. It, it's, it's black and white. We do it. Our delegation does that too much and too often, and it's not the right thing to do as far as setting our, especially our boys up for success later on in life um like i told mine i got a, four, a 14 and a 12 got to be 15 and 13 that i i would love for you to stay here you know and i'm just learning stuff in my mid-40s that i'm trying to you know pass on to them and just as far as money and investing and and you know, Robin Hood and we, we boys is is great because you don't need the Charles Schwab man. You know what I'm saying? You can start with ten dollars, a hundred dollars. Whereas Charles Schwab, Morgan Stanley, they really blowing you off if you ain't got at least fifteen, twenty thousand. You know, so um, you know, we it, that 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 foundation just got to be set in, in in those years, and when they get twenty five, thirty. Man, now you're ready. And 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 the white delegation that I'm looking, man, they they get married younger. So you took them like 40, 41. They they kids 17, 18. But yet now all our all our all our sisters, they graduate in college. They 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 bosses. And then they want us to be bosses, but you know we get that late start in life because we got forced out the nest and we couldn't afford to go cause like, you know, when we, when we get to talking to other barbers, the story going to be the same. I was doing this. I was over here. I did. Then I had to go to barbers. Were they 30, 20, late twenties, thirties, even like yourself, like, man, I'm, I, 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 I had to detour. And this is what, how I got that love. I'm cutting my way out. Like the podcast's name. So, we just we just got so much reprogramming to do. It's it's we just got to this content gonna be out there forever, man. And right. and 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 if somebody could just take these last ten minutes and just take this and be like, dang, that's crazy. Right. Just take that's, it take yeah. it all, man. And really, well, people I mean, yeah, got to tap just, in yeah. because we 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 got a lot of good content on here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and and. You know, a lot of people. You know, we we just got to get it to the masses because, you know, we 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 got some very level-headed brothers on here, and 
talking about some things that are very relevant. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, brothers, man, I, I I was apprehensive going in this, but it, it really turned out good and it ended, you know, great. AO man, like appreciate your your insight and, and helping my guy out, you know, dealing with that shy. Oh, yeah. You know, uh it's all love and, and Ash. Um thank you for, for sharing that and, and, and really being intimate about your feelings and, no and, and what was what it entailed and and no doubt. No doubt. you know like you said, it, it, it'll come again. I mean, yeah. um, but let me. You know, we I, we almost two hours right. two hours in. So I, yeah. I mean, you know, right. So we 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 don't want to. You I know, worked on talk my intro. I didn't we, we work could, on right. my conclusion right. at the bottom. <laughs> we 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 could we could talk for hours. But one thing I want to continue to do that I didn't do last time is is just make sure one we're giving shouts out to the to the barbers that motivate us and tapping in and everybody's tapping in because this is much more than just for barbers we're providing motivation we're, we're pro providing you know um that inspiration for you to go out there jump and do whatever it is you want to do uh, we cut our way out but capable of doing whatever you you want in this lifetime as long as you put your heart and your mind to. oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i, I gotta go tell you go for it freed up the schedule bro i will be in miami my boy okay yeah. that's what's up it's happening i will be there bang bang Yes, it's gonna sir. be the whole cut my way podcast. I don't care who you is, where you come from. I'm talking to you. If you're in Miami, yes, you don't yes, have sir. to talk to me. Yes, sir. You you that AO? What's it? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be there. That's that's what's up. We oh, all shit. be there. So we um. Also, I'm, I just want to give Tampa that same weekend with my family. <laughs> so I ain't gonna be in Miami, but I'm gonna be in Florida. That's yeah, crazy, crap. but I ain't gonna be there. Yeah. Damn. I just, and I I just want to give a shout out to um. To all the clipper companies that allow us to cut our way out, Andy's, Wall, Babless, um, Oyster, um, Formas, um, Caliber, ev everybody that we can think of. Supreme you know, Team. Supreme Team. Alcraft. Yes, sir. Um, you guys make it possible. Without them tools, we can't do what we, we, what we do and what we love to do. And shout out to the Wall Peanut, you know. Uh, most of the time it get me right, but you know, it, it you know, I, I'm a blame my I'm a blame of my bad eyesight when my glasses is off. But wall peanut, shout out right. to y'all. You know, y'all been a good one for me. Can something, can something, can something, can something from being